Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dill Journey podcast. Happy Friday. It is one day till the 440 Club. Get down to your local one. Woohoo! Um, so today's episode, I'm speaking with Drun. He is the co-founder of Gardener Vegan, which is a fully plant-based, oil-free, um, completely vegan meal packaging company that is currently within the next year going to be in every single place of Australia, which will be awesome. And they've currently been running for about three to four months and have had already rapid growth. So I'm super excited to um, hear Drew's story of how he got to starting this company and how she found his passion in cooking and also going to a vegan diet and whilst keeping a very muscly and strong body which I think will tackle a few common misconceptions and ones that um, you might think or you might be a little bit worried of going from a uh, normal diet to a more plant-based diet. So super excited to share you guys with this one and without further ado, here it is. Also, just quickly before we start the podcast, um, we actually did it outside in an environment that had a few birds, so there's, you're going to hear some birds. It's quite soothing to the ears, so just a little well, heads up. Welcome Enjoy to the it. podcast, Ew. Adrian. Thanks for coming on. I'm excited to hear the story of uh, Gardener Vegan and how you got to where you are today. Great to be here, man. Thank you for organising this and coming out here. No problem. It's an honour. Um, so I'll delve straight into it, and the way I like to break the ice is by asking you something that not a lot of people would know about you, or you think's a little weird habit that you don't know if everyone does. Hmm. Um, I, so this might not be weird to, to some podcast listeners, but it's weird to all my friends and everybody I know. I love cold showers. Um, at my house back at home, we have hot water, but I actually turn it off. Because um, wow. I'm cold showers only, yeah. and it's a very simple house. Um, that's nice in summer; we all love it. But in winter, it gets pretty nippy. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing better to really wake you up in the morning. Um, totally agree with you that one. Uh, all my mates think I'm crazy, and I do the exact same. Cold showers. It's Boom. the it's the go. It's the go. Um, so let's take a trip back down memory lane. Let's say around year eleven, year twelve. What did you want to become? Oh. Um, so, well, year 11 and year 12, um, there was a combination of, like, the classic teenage, I'm not sure what I want to do, yep. um, but it's definitely not this in school. At the same time, I was always very passionate about business. Um, I wanted yeah. to become a life coach and start my own business revolved around health and fitness. I was bodybuilding at the time. Mm -hmm. um, I was also super interested in real estate, and I was completing my real estate um, registration course so I could become a real estate agent straight out of school which was my plan at the time yep. um, so I'd go around um, to like open houses and property inspections and everything um, go to yeah all the, um, all the different auctions they were doing just because that was the industry I wanted to move into at the time so I was trying yep. to learn as much about it as possible yeah so really immerse yourself in yeah. whatever you're doing like you sort of had that I wouldn't call it Joe Rogan calls it the addictive personality, like if you're going to do something, put 100% effort into it, and yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, do you believe the school system's one that you thrived in, or one that you um, think wasn't for you? Um, well, I think, in general, the way we approach modern education um, is somewhat limited. Like, I, I'm very much against the idea that it's a rigged system, 
to um, you know make us dumber, but I think that it's a uh, old solution to a problem that is ever changing, especially with like um, the future that we're going to be facing um, over the next 10, 20 years, and the landscape that kids are going to have to deal with in this digital age. The school system we're currently using is not really equipped for training you to handle that. Um, I found it quite de- not depressing, just draining. Mm. Um, yeah, quite draining, but probably the biggest thing from that was not so much the actual system itself, but the people I met through that system. Yep. Um, I think that's that was a hugely beneficial thing, people that were willing to invest in me at a young age and speak belief into my life when I was young. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, like, I know I've spoken to a few people, and, like, at the end of the day, school, it was built for the Industrial Revolution, mm-hmm. and they yet to change it, and a lot of people are talking about the up-and-coming artificial intelligence revolution they call it and you know don't know if the school systems are ready for it and what's going to happen but yeah i think there's going to be big change over the next couple years or however long you know this lasts so um did your parents have a bit of an influence on what direction you wanted to take in life or um no not at all really so um i grew up just with my mum um she was my uh, sole parent as I was growing up and she's always lived a relatively humble life um, worked a few different jobs she used to run her own business um, as a jeweler yeah. um, many years ago and she's now working as a farmer farming organic veggies which wow. um, now from my current position has a correlation but yeah. throughout my early years there was no real influence from that yeah wow. do you work alongside her now like um, no, so we don't work alongside her, but we do buy um, yeah. a small amount of produce off her. Um, yeah. They're hobby farming at the moment, more oh, than okay. large commercial scale. But yeah. Um, yeah, we purchase off them Yeah, pretty much everything that they can grow. That's awesome. Love it. Um, so now moving on to the next segment, it's all things business. So Gardener Vegan, tell us a little bit about how this idea first came. And I know you've been in the cooking yeah. industry and that health healthy eating industry for a while has this been something that's been on your mind for the the whole play and sort of waiting for the opportunity to find the right person to yeah. start this so i started um, in hospitality when i was 14 um, yeah. i wanted to become a chef at the time so i went to a restaurant and i said hey um i want a job working in the kitchen they said no we don't have any work available do you want to work in the gardens and i said no i don't want to work in the gardens i want to work in the kitchen um, so I didn't get a job. They called me back two months later and they said, hey, we've got a job for you. Um, so I went in and I started, I started on like $5.50 an hour or something. It was like yeah. cash in hand and totally illegal. Um, <laughs> and then like 16 weeks later, um, I'd ended up like getting fully trained up. I was running their dessert section after their chef left, um, doing all their desserts and service. And this was quite a fancy, um, five star place, did lots of weddings. So it was a great learning experience. Um, before starting Garden of Vegan, I was running a small cafe called Sozo, um, which is awesome. I loved that place, but it reached a point where um, I wasn't able to take the business in the direction that I wanted to, and I wasn't able to grow and expand it. Um, I saw that there was a gap in the vegan um, meal delivery industry, especially in the Gold Coast. Um, and I approached the owner of Sozo um, with a plan for a business similar to Garden of Vegan, though not at this scope. Um, he wasn't interested at the time due to other commitments, so I made the decision to leave Sozo. Um, two weeks later, um, 
whether you call it fate or coincidence, mm. um, I met Damon and Benny, um, and they had recently had a similar idea that they wanted to start a vegan meal delivery company. Um, so the three of us got together and we're like, right, let's make this happen. Um, we had absolutely no no clue where to start. Um, we ended up bringing on Benny's brother-in-law, Gareth, who um, has a large marketing business yeah. um, on the Gold Coast as well. And then between the four of us, we've kind of built this thing from the ground up. We spent three months um, planning it and doing all the research we need to about the market potential, about how we'd actually run and structure a business like this. Yeah. Um, setting targets, growth targets, um, designing all our recipes, going through that, doing all our marketing and all our branding um, for our launch at the end of April. Yeah, wow. And now it's three months down the track and it's almost everywhere in Australia. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, we've, we've just, um, we've recently opened up Melbourne. We've been running, um, for two weeks down in there, but we're doing Sydney, Gold Coast, Brisbane, yep. um, higher up north, up to Sunshine Coast. Um, we'll be opening up Townsville soon. Mm. Canberra and Adelaide are coming next week. Um, and wow. then we're looking at expanding further down as well. So yeah, yeah. it's going really, really well. We're yeah. really blessed. Exciting times. Um, so I've been following the account for a while and I'm impressed by the, the like you said, the rapid growth and also the constant content coming out, I think, um, looking at different food packaging companies, I think you bring a sort of a more personal level to it and one that you get to see like the face behind the owners instead of always, you know, influencers posting mm. photos with the meals. You get to see, you know, Benny and yourself having a little cut off. Yeah. Hopefully no yeah. fingers off soon. Um, well, well, I kind of break that down into three parts. I completely agree with the content. We wanted yeah. to come at that with a completely different style to how other people were doing it. Yep. We wanted to make it personal, we wanted to actually um, interact with people out there so they could get to know us and get to know that hey it's four humble Aussie blokes that like lifting weights and eating good mm. food um, yep. and care about animals and care about our health and care about their environment and like that's what this company is all about. Yep. Um, from us we really wanted to put um, our face to the brand because it's something we can be proud of. Um, we saw it as a market that wouldn't be hard to crack because there's tons of potential, especially considering um, our like few major points of difference being entirely organic and entirely oil-free and gluten-free. Yeah. We don't have any competition within that space. Mm -hmm. um, there was a few issues that we faced initially in terms of like our supply, our price point, of course, being um, significantly higher than all our competitors. Yeah. Um, but it's things like we believe in what we're producing. We believe in the product. Um, yeah. that we're going and people believe in it as well um, mm. and yeah we've had so much support it's been almost overwhelming yeah. in a year or two we're planning on being Australia wide um, we want to have multiple facilities and upgrade from our current facility here yeah. um, mainly just so we can service more and then down down the track um, we eventually want to create a national health brand um, underneath the branch of Garden of Vegan Okay. Um, to health retreats, to different courses, yeah, um, wow. and especially focusing on the education as well, not just around the products, but providing like online courses and yeah. more video content, um, keeping the fun stuff, keeping the silly yeah. stuff, the chili eating competition, which <laughs> people will probably see soon, and you know, oh, the, the bean that. eating competitions and yeah. chop ups and stuff, but at the same time, really um, increasing with the education about environmental sustainability, about veganism, about um, healthy diet and exercise. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I understand that um, you're the mastermind behind all the, the meals. 
and um, is it Benny who's in charge of most of the social media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of how I split. So um, Benny's an absolute champ with the content. Yeah. Um, we sat down very early on, um, and we thought, hey, who's the best in the game? Um, when I think of that, I just think of Gary B. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the dude's absolutely unstoppable. Oh yeah. Um, I listen to his stuff practically every day. So we're just like, hey, what's he saying? He's like, you know, you need to be getting up you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 stories. You need to be doing four posts a day. You have to be on all platforms. Like, mm. you know, not just Instagram, but you've got to be dominating Facebook. You've got to be getting on YouTube. Yeah. Then you've got to be hitting everything else from there as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just thought, hey, we'll, we'll take what he's saying. We'll do the smallest part of it that we can. Like, like we'll do what we can feasibly and we'll try to do it really well yeah. and try to keep it authentic. Yeah, yeah, and you're definitely doing a great job of it. Like, you're posting heaps of content and it's almost like daily showing up i think gary v speaks about yeah. that you know showing up every day and that's what you guys are doing so hat off to you guys oh, um, thank you man appreciate it so now i usually go into all things for sort of personal development but i wanted to give something to the audience today a bit of an educational one mm-hmm. um from the segment of all things about a vegan diet mm-hmm. and the truths awesome. misconceptions and um, positives that you can get from a vegan diet. So, I was watching one of your videos and you interviewed a GP and I found it really interesting how he's talking about in his uh, medicine degree that you actually don't get taught about nutrition in like a deeper level. And um, so for everyone who's like currently seeking advice from like let's say their doctors, where else could they sort of see like some nutritional advice instead of like instead of you know going to a doctor them saying oh you've got low le- levels of iron you got to take this like yeah pill. or you have to eat more red meat or yeah um i'd suggest there's lots of um very qualified um like plant-based focused dietitians and nutritionists Robin Shooter is one that I would definitely recommend. We've seeked her consultation mm-hmm. um, on our whole menu and all our products um, here at Garden of Vegan. Um, other than that, there's lots of ways that you can self-educate. Um, yeah. So if you've got any sort of chronic illness or you're trying to treat any health condition, um, of course, seek proper professional medical advice there. Yeah. But for a personal level, just health improvement. Um, there's so much available online so many like amazing vegans out there that are literally just being totally transparent and opening the book um on health on the fitness around it on the diets required for different things Mm. um and you know there's lots of misconceptions there's lots of lies out there there's lots of kind of mud in the water as well yeah um definitely yeah i think um simon simon hill you know Simon. yeah no plant 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 proof is awesome like you know his the quality of content his regularity but the fact that he's actually bringing the hard science mm. and then he's taking the hard science of it and he's making it applicable through basic recipes um, and you know making it very understandable for somebody who isn't studying you know a masters of nutrition yeah that's it and um, one thing that he sort of bring up recently is there a, there's a big thing going around social media at the moment where um, sort of in the fitness industry where they'll post pictures of calories on foods and not like the macronutrient levels mm. like you know it might be a handful of almonds has got more calories than a donut but then what's the donut doing to you like later yeah. on instead of like having and the almonds have obviously got a lot of good fats yeah. good protein um so 
do you think that through sort of content like that, that's a bit more educational, like putting out more sort of macronutrient levels instead of yeah. just calories? I think I think like um, little pieces of content like that certainly, um, you know, on a day like daily exposure, that helps chip away at that mindset. Um, yeah. Yeah, but what you're saying is completely right. Like the whole if it fits your macros. Um, I I was in that mindset once when I was eating pizza and drinking coke yeah. and. Um, you know, eating whole cooked chickens and everything um, yeah. back when I was younger and, you know, I was very kind of like, yeah, if it fits my macros, it's fine and I ended yeah. up having horrible skin and no energy yeah. and um, in a really bad mental space and, um, you know, I was muscular but at the same time, like, very low energy, finding it very hard to maintain low body fat composition mm. um, and then switching over to um, a fully plant-based diet and then switching that to a veganism um, to veganism and a vegan diet with the actual conscious mindset behind it as well. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't at all affected me athletically. Um, if anything, it's just excelled recovery time, mm. um, my capacity to, yeah, really just work output as well. Yeah. Um, like, consistent, clean energy throughout training sessions. But then, like, the main things around that, for me, um, with the switch, was more mental clarity. Yeah. Um, really consistent energy, no digestion issues anymore, clear skin. Um, yeah, for everybody out there who's working in business, like when you start a business, you're working a hundred or plus hours a week, and I honestly don't think I would have been able to do any of that if I wasn't actually eating a plant-based diet mm. all the time. Because it's you know, um, some nights we're getting like three, four hours of sleep a night and it's only through knowing that hey my diet is squared away um while within sustainable long term like I can keep this up short term and I can actually function really well yeah. we can still lead a team and staff and still build the business because at least that aspect of my life is really consistent and locked yeah. down yeah so using food as medicine yeah yeah you I mean that's that's our literally our slogan at Garden of Vegan we've taken um, Hippocrates quote um, let food be thy medicine medicine be thy food mm. um, and yeah that's what we really focus the whole business around yeah awesome and um, so one of the one of the biggest misconceptions is that you can't get enough uh, protein on a vegan diet yeah and can you tell us a little bit about how you can get a very high protein intake um, from vegan meals yeah oh no without a doubt um, so there's probably like two things within that within that question and that myth yeah so the first one is like this the fact that we like act like protein is king when mm. it comes to muscle i like i love training i love cali um i love rock climbing um, yeah we actually met at a cali session didn't yeah we? like yeah. um almost a year and almost two years ago now i think yeah. um through with, jack yeah through jack at the yeah. time um you were training with him i was training with him yeah um, but no, like I, I love training, um, train regularly here, Olympic lifting, calisthenics, um, rock climbing. And probably the main thing is like this idealized concept of protein. You actually don't need anywhere near as much of it as you think for muscle recovery. Yeah. What you actually need is a body which is capable of recovering. Mm. Um, and you need to provide it with enough protein to do that. So rather than thinking, um, like if you view your body as a car, um, protein might be one of the things that you're putting in it to fuel it. Um, if you've got a car that isn't working and has damaged systems, then put whatever fuel you want in it, put as much fuel as you want in, in it. But if it's got a leak in the petrol tank, it's just going to keep on dripping out. Um, so this concept of like, oh, I need to eat 150 or 200 grams of protein a day, 
um, it's completely dud if you've got a very healthy digestive system um, and if your body's running really efficiently, which on a plant-based whole foods diet, it does. And then on top of that, um, you can get tons of protein. Um, we've got a dish on our menu, the sun-dried chick chickpea pasta. Um, it's got 52 grams of protein in it wow. um, for the whole dish. Yeah. Um, complete amino acid profile. So for like anybody out there who's thinking about making the shift or who has um, all your kind of whole grains and legumes, um, so like lentils, um, edamame, chickpeas, um, black beans, mung beans, extremely high in protein. Of course, you've got your tofus and your tempehs um, as well. I'd be careful though, only really eat organic based upon the genetic modification of that. Mm. Um, mushrooms, seeds, nuts. Um, do you have any idea what the highest naturally occurring protein source is in the world? I'm going to say broccoli. No, 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 oh, no, no, nowhere near, nowhere near. No. Like, so higher than any meat or anything is actually pepitas or pumpkin seed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, Did not know that. Yeah, of course, of course, like, you know, you can't eat a huge amount of them at a time. Yeah. Um, but as like a quick on-the-go thing or like um, before gym, so you've got protein, you know, going in your bloodstream afterwards. Um, yeah. Or if you don't have any other option, they're awesome. Okay. Um, tons of awesome plant-based proteins on the market as yeah. well as powders. Yeah. And what's your what's your thoughts on like vegan protein powders? Um, I actually have a vegan supplement yeah. company myself, um, Ursera. So I think I don't think supplements are something that are needed mm. at all. Um, it's in the word. It's there to supplement a healthy diet. Or really, it's there as a backup option if I can't get a proper meal. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, especially with work schedule, like we're both busy, mm. it might be very difficult for me to like eat, um, you know, three really big or four decent-sized meals a day, based upon timing, availability of food, um, my own organisation. So in that time, you know, a protein shake or a supplement comes in perfect. Yeah. So you you'd recommend like instead of maybe having like. Because a lot of sort of um, young kids believe that, you know, having a protein shake within that, like, straight after that workout is a necessity. Do you reckon you can sort of supplement that with, like, a high-protein meal instead yeah. of you get the same sort of effects? Yeah, I mean, you can you can supplement that with um, good food, without a doubt. Um, yeah. The protein window itself is a little bit of a myth in terms of the timing of that. Mm. Um, our bodies are very, very adaptable, um, especially when you fuel them right and take care of them. Yeah. Um, like there's many, many athletes that fast for 16, yeah. 18 hours a day and train consistently during that fasted window. Yeah. Um, and they're constantly improving and competing among like the world's top performers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd rather than focusing on any for any like young aspiring athletes out there anybody who even at home they just want to train lose fat gain muscle yeah. rather than focusing on you know how much protein should i be having or when should i be having it or what splits should i be doing or what workouts i just focus on pretty much three things what food am i putting in my body and what quality is that yeah. and be measuring quality by um is it a whole food like am i eating it how it naturally occurs yeah um or how processed is it um then two, um, how intense am I training? Um, mm. You can train so many different things. There's more effective ways, there's less effective ways, but um, unless you're going really hard and really pushing yourself and pushing that mental limit of comfortability, yeah. you're not really gonna see any results. And then number three is, am I giving myself the necessary time to recover around that? Like bringing it back to the fundamentals, which we so love to ignore. 
Yeah. Um, and we'll try to lose that in, you know, oh, am I getting enough of this or am I getting enough of that? Or like, oh, I'll take this supplement. What effect does that have? And we'll move away from those like three core things. Mm, definitely. And um, we spoke a little bit about it before, but um, another one is not getting enough iron. So yeah. what is some foods that are rich in iron and can you have like a vegan uh, plant-based diet without supplementing um, iron pills, for example, or yeah. something like that? No, no, entirely. Um, so iron, with the way we process iron is we absorb it through our food. Yeah. Um, so then again, you've got two factors in there. Um, you've got how much iron you're actually eating and then how much iron you're actually absorbing. Mm. Um, so the the more the bigger part is you'll hear um, I've actually got some staff here that I've been having conversations with that aren't vegan um, that have um, like issues with iron um, issues with their heme yeah. levels and you know so they've they've been um, prescribed supplements before and yeah. they haven't had any effect so they're putting way more iron into their body it's not actually you're not seeing the correlation on their blood test levels. Mm. Um, so you've got your absorption. Um, as a vegan, though, you want to be focusing on eating all your dark leafy greens yep. um, primarily. So kale, parsley is extremely high. Yep. Um, spinach, all of those, it's all in there. Um, and then just focusing on improving your overall diet and health because that will increase your absorption yep. um, and actually increase your uptake and make sure that whatever you're putting in your body, you can utilize it um, to its maximum. Potential. Yeah, and have you gotten like any blood tests to check if you're like yeah. levels? Are... So um, I haven't got blood work done in a while, but I donate blood regularly. Yeah. Um, so every time you donate blood, they test you for your iron levels, for your hemoglobin yep. levels um, as well. And every time I'm smack bang in the middle of normal. Yeah, and like how long have you been on a vegan diet for now? Um, two years. Yeah. Um, wow. So I was, I was plant-based for... Really, I've been vegan vegan for one year. Yeah. Um, that I've really identified and centered myself around that. And then I've been on a plant-based diet for three years. Yeah. Um, with a few little breaks in between before I actually made that transition to veganism, bringing in the um, awareness of the suffering and the environmental aspect and the animal cruelty aspect as well. Yeah, awesome. I love it. Now, um, to wrap up, the interview I'll I'll ask you three quick questions go for it man um, so what has been the best thing that you have either lost or eliminated from your life oh bad relationships yeah it's gonna say TV or it's gonna say movies or games yeah um, but bad relationships um, surrounding yourself and putting yourself in an environment with people that don't want to grow um, mm. there's nothing that's going to limit you more because yeah. you, you're the grand sum of like the five people that you're closest to um, you're a product of your environment just as much as it's a product of you and your actions yeah. um, and often before you can really change yourself often that takes so much work and so much energy it's a lot easier to change your environment put yourself somewhere new where you can start again new where you can really start to form new habits yeah. Um, so yeah cutting off bad relationships, people that weren't willing to really step forward into the next phase of life. Definitely. Yeah, I've been there, you know, negative relationships. Don't realise that time, but it can have a huge effect mm. on, you know, taking a shift in your mindset that you don't want to go to. So, yeah, I'm a full believer in that. Now, the best advice you've received. 
could be from a person, or it could be from Gary V, it could be from anyone. Um, the best advice I've received is probably whatever the hardest choice is, is usually the right one. Mm. Um, and yeah, if you make if you make the choices that are hard now, it's going to end up giving you an easy life, but not just an easy life, a happy and fulfilled life. Mm. But if you make the um, easy choices, it ends up being hard. Yeah. So hard choices, easy life. Yeah. Easy choices, hard life. Yeah. <laughs> Sums up perfectly yeah. there. <laughs> um, do you believe that the effect that you have on other people is worth more than any paycheck? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, that's yeah, with like truly, that's probably the most fulfilling thing um, about this business mm. is. One, the, not just the product we're producing and the effect on the customers, but the fact that I've been able to build a staff team from the ground up, um, bringing in young kids and seeing them go from, you know, somebody who's got no self-confidence and struggles to speak and, you know, has a stutter, um, you know, is in a bad place in terms of, you know, getting by um, through, you know, Centrelink and mm. um, selling drugs on the side to somebody who's confident working and fully capable of expressing themselves and is happy um there's nothing nothing really more fulfilling um there was another staff member we've got who was living up north and he really wanted to change the environment and wanted to move down south to where some of his family is mm. um one of his family members contacted me and said like he wants to come down but he doesn't he needs a job and i'm like he can start next week yeah, just wow. just being able to do that um and provide that holds way more meaning than any paycheck um yeah. yeah especially i mean new company i'm working for it averages out at about three dollars 71 mm. an hour um yeah. so without a doubt like just the meaning behind what we're doing and yeah the capacity to instill belief in people belief in themselves belief in um a better version of the world and more opportunity is, yeah yeah pretty much the most meaningful thing yeah, amazing, man. Like, it's not just like a company, it's more so an environment where people can sort of grow and, you know, great leaders like yourself sort of developing them um, and showing them hope. I think it's a big one. So, yeah. lastly, if you had to give any advice to any sort of aspiring entrepreneurs out there, what would it be? Um, do everything you can to become self aware. Um, probably one of the most beneficial things I've ever done. Um, you probably actually saw me do it um, with the staff just before I left, but pick somebody that you know who cares about you, sit down with them and ask them to tell you apart, um, tell you all your flaws, everything that you've done wrong, all your character mess-ups, so you really know, like, where am I actually standing, who actually am I, like, pull that wall off your eyes, mm. um, get rid of get rid of that, you know, misconceived thing about your identity, work out what you need to do, pick a direction, and just get to work. It's going to be tough, like, yeah. you know, it's going to be long days, it's going to be times when, you know, everything goes completely haywire, and you just got to keep it together and just keep going. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. just it. Yeah, mate, that's awesome advice, and I think um, just watching you come in and sort of observe how you can sort of be a leader in front of everyone, and even say that, like, I think... I met with people who were like 30, 40 and they would never even like sort of have this sort of self-confidence or even um, I guess self-awareness to realise, you know, at the end of the day, you need, if you want happy employees, they've got to realise what's, you know, yeah. 
knowing them or you know sort of meeting halfway yeah, I guess well, and so. and not not just that but like I'm in the business my role is actually the least important like especially mm. to facilitate the growth that I want to see achieved in the next four years I have absolutely no capacity to do that on my own yeah. like already I'm only doing five percent of the work the staff are doing the rest yeah. so for me to fool myself into thinking that I'm capable of doing it all is ridiculous and yeah. for me to also fool myself into thinking that I'm capable of knowing more about everybody's job than they are is also silly. Like, I just have to accept the fact that, you know, my employees, they don't so much work for me, but I also work for them. Mm. My job is not to, you know, I'm not in charge of them, they're in my charge. My yeah. job is to take care of them and provide them with the necessary training and equipment and yeah. belief and culture so that they can actually run the company yeah. and so that they can continue to build it. And share that vision. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Julian. It's been a pleasure. And Always, um, I respect uh, you coming out and doing this because I know you're a very busy man, working long hours to uh, make that a big dream and well, turn into something special. Soon. And I think we're about to do a little menu tasting, aren't we, my Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Yes, we did try some of the Gardner vegan meals and they were absolutely delicious. Um, I'm not being biased. I've tried cooking my own vegan meals and um, they just seem to be not as tasty as the ones at Gardener Vegan. They're, they're doing some special recipes with um, the head chef during the one I just spoke to and he's a mastermind in that kitchen doing his magic and doing his uh, good work in there. So. Um, if you do want to see more of Duran and the team at Gardener Vegan, follow them on social media at We Are Gardener Vegan. And if you want to see more of Duran and be inspired, and he's dead set hustler, he he's always grinding, he's always um, very motivational. So if you want to follow his account, it's called uh, Duran underscore Dawn. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you did like it. Um, take a screenshot and chuck it up on your Instagram stories and tag myself, uh, Duran and Gardener Vegan. You.